hello and welcome to episode 25 of the Bouncing Back podcast with me, James Middleton. Now, I was just having a little giggle to myself because if you had told me six months ago that I was going to be doing a podcast on cold water therapy because I've been getting into five degree ice baths at 6am, I would have laughed in your face. I really would. And I'm going to go into it in this podcast because I'm not a cold water guy. I never really have been. I way prefer the the hot hot water and, and hot temperatures and lying on a beach in the sun. I'm a very hot weather guy. Is that a thing? I think so. So yeah, this to me is kind of a little bit surreal, but there are some awesome points that I'm going to be talking about and I'm really excited about this and I think for me it's one of those things that I've introduced into my life completely unexpectedly and and I'll tell you kind of how it happened and why I've been doing it but has just had incredible benefits and I think that's the beauty of life isn't it that sometimes if you fast forward a year or however long you can be doing things that you just didn't think you would ever be able to do and it's quite a nice feeling when you're on the other side of it but on that I've basically, I've basically, well actually let me tell you what we're going to be talking about first in this podcast so you get an idea. So I'm going to give you a bit of an explanation of the kind of situation I'm in at the moment, going full monk mode and I'll explain what that is. But I I want to tell you how I got into cold water therapy. I want to tell you about the best ways of starting. I'm going to go through the mental benefits, the physical benefits, and then just a few other kind of top tips around around it that are worth knowing that will hopefully help you if you decide to go down this path and and try it out which I really hope some of you do after listening to this that's not my sole aim by the way of this podcast don't worry I am I am just again doing this because I think it's it's a highly interesting and actually it's one of those things this is another thing I was talking to my friend about it as you do, you know, at 6am when you're both sitting in a freezing cold ice bath looking like absolute nutters. We were talking and this cold water therapy has suddenly just come about out of nowhere. Like there was nothing, imagine during lockdown, like that would be so easy to, to order one of these ice baths and do it in lockdown when you don't have to be anywhere and you're staying at home all day. But only I'd say over the last few months has it really picked up and people are really getting into it. And, and that's, I think, why I got into it more and more. But I was just thinking, God, those guys who are selling those pools, they must be making an absolute killing because a lot of people I know are doing it. Um, and just one of those things, God, like, why didn't I think of that? So annoying. Anyway, I've gone full monk mode these last four weeks, okay? And four weeks is not a long time in the grand scheme of things, but, you know, I haven't been drinking at all. And it's, you know what's irritating? When you don't drink, I... I sometimes post stories of, of like me eating food or whatever out and about and, and there's a a beer on the table and I get DMs being like, you're a liar, why are you lying to your followers, you are drinking, that's a beer. I'm like, hello, it's a non-alcoholic one, never heard of them, gosh. And just honestly, some people, anyway, so I'm not drinking um, and 
actually on that there are some very decent non-alcoholic drinks out there by the way if you're thinking about just reducing your alcohol consumption the easiest way to get over that because i 100 percent sometimes crave a good old margarita and a negroni the easiest way to get over that is just find a good non or non-alcoholic beer i am loving these non-alcoholic beers that i found and, and they're pretty much the same um so yeah if you want to reduce boozing find a good non-alcoholic drink is an absolute game changer anyway right so i'm in bed at the moment by about 9 30 i'll facetime my girlfriend because she's in america so it's usually about three in the afternoon there for a little bit and then i'm asleep by 10 p.m and then i'm up at about six sometimes i'll, I'll fall asleep a bit later than 10 but yeah roughly that so now i'm getting into an ice bath that's five degrees freaking dancing to the Bee Gees. i need a bit of music at that at that hour otherwise i just you know the demons are in my head and and i can't really be dealing with those that early um what and it's still dark outside at six at the moment my neighbors already think that i'm a bit weird um you know they see me filming all these tiktoks in my kitchen and doing weird stuff in there so i think this will definitely send them over the edge but um i think i think it's okay i'm yet to to invite them over i think it will be a hard no um and some would say that i've i've lost my mind really doing all of this kind of stuff and maybe i have but you know what this little routine that i've got going on is making me so happy so happy i honestly feel superhuman or the closest i think i'm ever going to get to feeling superhuman and the reason why i'm telling you this is not because i'm being ooh, big word here james sanctimonious definition by the way of sanctimonious is is i think it's making like making a show of essentially being more morally superior to other people that can i couldn't be further from from doing that i'm telling you because i want to inspire and influence whatever word you want to use convince you that it really doesn't take a lot to be happy in this life and i think the more the more i guess money i've made and like buying car my, my dream car and all this stuff the more of that kind of stuff that's happening and the more stuff that I can basically do it's weird I, I now take more satisfaction and happiness in just the smaller things in life it, it, it's really strange but as I've approached my 30s I feel like it's the small things in life that really matter that make us truly happy getting out of a nice an ice cold bath at 6 a.m i know you already think i'm weird for doing that i know that but i can't tell you how happy it makes me feel like after getting out and doing that something i honestly really don't like doing but it's it's such a big challenge for me in my head every single morning and every morning i get up and i overcome it and i feel euphoric afterwards i step into that world of pure discomfort for two three minutes and I say, I say to myself, there's 1,440 minutes in my day and I'm enduring just three minutes max to transform my mood, my energy levels, happiness. And I'll go into this a lot more in a moment, but it's this underlying theme of doing hard things that really makes us happy. Doing things we're scared to do, unsure of, uncertain uncertain of the outcome stepping outside of this overly comfortable world that's being designed for us because it's everywhere like think about it sleeping in a nice warm bed waking up in a nice warm house having a nice hot shower what else is hot <laughs> drinking a nice hot cup of coffee there you go even wearing nice nice warm clothes 
And then things like access to, to food, delicious food around the corner, working in a, in a nice, comfortable job, sitting on the sofa watching a, a nice Netflix series, ordering a little takeaway. Think about it. Look how comfortable our world can be and is for a lot of people that we can just float through without even really having to think and just exist in this, in this kind of pool of comfort our whole lives until we die. I, I mean, what kind of life is that? It's not one for me. I mean, I, I know that much. But the thought of that life makes me, it actually makes me quite depressed thinking about it. Not ever stepping outside of your comfort zone and not ever truly discovering who you really are and what you're really made of. Or, or ever really challenging yourself and finding out your true values. You know, we're incredible creatures, incredible creatures, and we all have so much strength and potential. And I see it when I have clients come on board sometimes and they don't realize their potential and they just need shaking. And then suddenly they, they unlock this whole new world for them and they realize that they, they're actually these amazing people and they can do so much. But the sad reality is so many people never discover their true strength. Um, and potential they waste it they waste it on short-term pleasure and and seeking comfort and wanting to fit in and obeying all the rules and wandering through life never really experiencing much pain but never really experiencing the other end of the spectrum the true happiness either and that's okay by the way I'm not I'm not shunning those people down I think everyone lives their life on their own terms right there's absolutely no judgment here this is just a mere observation and just some of the things that have been brought to my attention from doing you know the, this cold cold exposure but to experience I think to experience that ultimate peace with yourself and the world when you do live to your full potential when you do go beyond what you think you're capable of when you do gain so much happiness and inner content from doing things hard things that very few others do to me that's what I've discovered is an important part, a very important part of what life is about. And that's given me kind of a lot of peace with myself. And I was watching this video the other day um, and it came up on my feed from David Goggins, that famous, he's an absolute nutter, Navy SEAL. He's done some crazy things. I mean, I think he's the hardest man in the world. But he said, he said this thing and it really stuck with me. He said, some, he said, what was it? That brings me joy. It brings him joy knowing that there are so many people that have the ability and just refuse. And, and that's how he gains his advantage. And I love that mindset. If you start putting yourself in the category of people who do have the ability and don't refuse, you will understand the happiness that you can get from knowing you're part of this very small group of people on this planet doing things that the majority of others can probably do but refuse to do and it's this quiet sort of deep satisfaction you know that whole if you want to be in the top one percent you can't live like the 99 percent and that's actually a quote that that helps me get out of bed every morning to be honest and, and do what I'm doing now and and you know these are the sorts of things that you have to tap into when you're going through discomfort you kind of look for all of these motivators and all of these reasons why and and you kind of end up doing a lot of kind of internal work it's it's really quite incredible anyway 
there you have it everything I wanted to say on cold water therapy so yeah thanks for listening <laughs> oh dear I, I went off on a little bit of a, a philosophical-esque tangent there um, don't worry I'm not wrapping it up but you'll see how that all relates to it to, to cold exposure and you might not see it now you might be thinking oh this is all a load of rubbish and this is all a load of nonsense but I promise you after this podcast um, if you listen to it all the way through and, and I can just get one of you listening to this today to just turn your shower from hot to cold in the morning for 10 seconds um, every time you have a shower in the morning then I would be a happy man and and that's how it all started for me so I'm going to begin by talking about the mindset side of things to me um, sorry because to me that's what's been the most noticeable difference and how by simply finishing my showers with two to three minutes of cold to now going full plunge mode and buying one of those baths I'm experiencing really quite significant improvements in my mindset I'll then talk about the scientific benefits which are huge by the way and, and equally fascinating which which you will see then um, and, and that kind of relates back to the mindset stuff as well but you'll see how it all ties in so there I was summer last year and I remember stumbling across a TikTok of this man in an ice bath at 6am I think he was in America and he was like breaking ice with um no he wouldn't have been in America because it would have been so hot there now he could have been I, I don't know where he was he, he sounded American though maybe it was maybe he was Canadian and um was living in the mountains but, you know, he had this hammer and he was like breaking this ice in this ice bath. And I just thought, my God, this guy's absolutely bonkers. There is no way he's getting in there. How is he doing that? Why is he doing that? And what's the bloody point? I went away and, and I thought about that video for a few days, actually. And then I got speaking to some of my friends, some of whom were telling me that they have cold showers in the morning. Now, I knew some of the benefits of cold exposure. I, I grew up playing high level rugby and ice baths were a thing after games to reduce muscle inflammation and swelling and increase blood flow all of that basically everything to do with recovery so so I knew there were benefits and that I could get on board with because number one I didn't really have a choice because everyone was getting in and, and the physios were telling me to get in and but number two it kind of made sense to me but having a cold shower in the morning like, why the hell would you want to do that? Oh, the first thing you do when you wake up and you're doing that. Mm-mm. And and in my head, I was like, you don't need muscle recovery then. And actually, I you know, hot showers help relax muscles, which is equally as important, right? That is right, by the way. Hot showers are good for, for muscles. So I did a bit more digging and research and then started to read about what the cold exposure in the morning does for you and your body surely they're just making this stuff up I thought it can't be that good for you anyway it's still summer at this point right so I thought good well you know what it's hot outside the pipes won't be that cold so why don't I just see what the what the fuss is about I took a shower that next morning I washed myself in warm water and then I turned the tap to cold and then this heavy breathing ensued and big puffs of the chest in and out breathing through my mouth and making noises like a little child you can literally imagine "Ah, ah, ah," like that I mean that that doesn't sound like a little child that sounds like something completely different James um I won't do any more impressions of how I sound in the shower anyway (laughs) 10 seconds people people had just jumped on in that podcast would have been like crikey what is this about um so I did I think 10 seconds had gone and and 
off it went and you know my god that was horrible I, I said to myself and my fists were clenched and my shoulders were hunched over oh wow okay so that was that I thought and you know this is summer so that that water wasn't even that cold but it was colder than I'd felt it before in my morning shower and and it was enough to start with so I got out I got changed my usual morning routine I went downstairs and started to make some food and as I was making food I thought to myself wow I did it I, I just turned it cold and you know it wasn't nice but I did it and from that moment on this was to become part of my daily routine because I had that switch flick inside me where I actually was there and something that lasted for such a short amount of time but gave me this enormous sense of satisfaction. So the next morning I woke up, hot shower, washed myself, finished washing, then turned the tap to cold, this time for, for 15 seconds. The loud breathing, few squeals, boom, off the shower went. And I felt good. I did this again and again and again, every morning building the time up eventually to two minutes and I carried on like this for I'd say a few months and my body was very much now used to this sort of tepid water that I thought was cold <laughs> oh god how I used to think that was cold anyway so winter arrives it's now cold in the mornings oh, seven eight nine degrees celsius outside you know not the high low teen no sorry high teens low 20s that I'd been experiencing in the summer Fuck. Um, the pipes are a lot colder now by the way and and it does get cold in the UK so um, there I was again here goes nothing flick the temperature all the way to cold oh the breathing was a bit heavier the squeals were a little bit louder this time you know they, they were unsexual may I add couldn't be further from being sexual moans even though my impressions were slightly sexual anyway heads under cold and I, I'm not enjoying this one bit off the tap goes 30 seconds I reckon I did I felt I mean it felt like five minutes Whoa, that was hard but I did it and again got out of the shower slightly like impressed with myself and felt that sense of accomplishment and there was I mean you do there was this voice saying James why are you doing this man just can we just can we just stick to the hot showers when you wake up in the morning you can do this another time and and honestly I would say listen I don't know mate I, I actually don't know but I, I, I just felt so good afterwards and the weeks went by the time went up then I was doing three minutes fully submerged very cold water in the middle of winter and I never looked back and now I've bought myself this portable ice bath for my garden and I won't name the brand because that's free marketing and they've already received enough from me on my Instagram. But why did I buy one of these? Well, a bit like with a lot of other things in my life, I kind of, I wanted to step it up a level and I wanted to challenge myself even more. And, you know, I was, I didn't want to be one of those people that just talks and talks about it. Yeah, I'm going to get a nice coffee and I never do. I just, I, I now realize in life, just if you're going to say something, just if you're going to say you're going to do something, just go and do it. So, um, I, I went and ordered it and, and actually on that, I also read, and this makes total sense to me now that, that actually being submerged underwater up to the neck is not only much more beneficial, but it's also much more calming. You know, you're sitting down you can hear your breathing more, you're still, you don't have water ricocheting off your shoulders and head and, and hitting random parts of your body. And don't get me wrong, I mean, it's it's 
10 times colder and significantly harder but it was the right step for me and I you know what I do now when I'm when I'm sitting in there is I kind of I do feel this sense of calm and I'm able to to think a bit more it is more relaxing and I mean the water temperature I've got this like my mate bought me this little ducky thermometer I know cute right um it you know it's five degrees I mean that is cold it doesn't it doesn't have to be that cold um I think any anything between you know I think even like eight nine ten degrees is still good even 12 13 degrees um, I think just you want to try and get it as close to single digits as possible for for more added benefits but I'll come on to that and I make it a little bit colder by adding ice every day you know just because I am a nutter and um, the outside temperature overnight makes it colder and as I'm talking today well this morning it was I think it was yeah minus two degrees this morning so it helps keep it nice and chilly it's like its own little freezer anyway so that's my journey essentially and I wanted to paint that picture for you because I want you to understand that you are not going to jump straight into a five degree ice bath tomorrow morning and if you are you are a full-on lunatic and I applaud you and I wish you the very best of luck but it's important to it is important to start off gradually a bit like what I say to my clients on their weight loss journey it's better to start off slow and steady and last for six months than just go balls to the wall balls to the wall is that is that even an expression oh, i just made that up you know what i mean and and last a few days or, or weeks okay you want to play the long game noticed i started in the summer when the water wasn't even that cold why i wanted to make the conditions e- as easy as possible for me to maintain this new habit and making the conditions easy is one of the best things that you can do to maintain something and it's it's a bit like choosing a gym for example that's on your way to work you are much more likely and it's much easier for you to go if you're walking past your gym every day than if you have to take a massive detour to get there make the conditions easy but you start off just like i did hot shower then a little cold spell at the end when you get comfortable actually comfortable is not the right word here used to it used to it yeah when you get used to it at that time frame increase it bit by bit see how you get on and one big tip from me two actually two tips you will have this 10 second period where prior to turning it cold everything inside of you is screaming don't do it don't do it don't you bloody do it you really don't have to do this you know you could just get out nice and warm just like everyone else you crazy bastard do not do it and at that moment that is exactly when you do it and you say to that voice back this is what we do now secondly your breathing it is all about your breathing most people hyperventilate and they become very short of breath and that sends them into panic and they have to stop because you know when you're when you when you have that short breath you're it's basically a response system that that you know you need to get out of that situation so that's what people do so what you want to do is you just want to take three four very deep breaths before you turn it cold this will start relaxing you this will start bringing your heart rate down a little bit already and then just try and maintain those deep breaths for the first five to ten seconds and just focus on your breathing you don't want to be breathing deep the whole way through though because actually apparently it makes it worse as you're allowing more oxygen and blood flow into the muscles which will make the water feel colder so you want to try and and 
bring your breathing up to just normal breathing as quick as you can, like as if nothing is happening. Now, the reason why a lot of people struggle with cold water or cold exposure in general, and again, this, this can relate to many other areas of life, but with cold water, it's because the issue isn't the situation for them. It's what they think of the situation. And this causes us so much more unhappiness and pain because we have different expectations to reality. Accepting the situation for what it is and not determining how we think we will feel about it grants us a lot more peace. And if you can get into that headspace, you'll find it much easier from the very start. And I only learned this, I literally only learned this actually from just getting into the the, uh, cold baths now. you know, you have people getting, and, and again, I've been guilty of this, you have people before getting into cold water going, oh my God, oh my God, it's going to be so cold. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. And you can see, I'm, I'm already hyperventilating. Why, why, why am I doing this? How unpeaceful is that for your mind? Can you imagine? If, like, if I was saying that to myself, my mind would be going absolutely crazy. There'd be alarm bells ringing off inside and it would be trying to do everything to get me out of there. So you're already facing like an uphill battle when you haven't even, you know, done what what you're about to do. And the issue isn't that you should that you shouldn't feel the issue isn't that you should feel cold, sorry. The issue isn't that you should feel cold. The issue is that you feel you shouldn't feel cold because then your mind starts looking for escapes. Oh, I could be in bed still. I oh, I could be in a nice hot shower. I could be wrapped up in a big warm coat. That's what our minds do. When we're doing something and it's uncomfortable, we always, and we feel like we shouldn't be there and we shouldn't be experiencing these things, our minds will look for escapes. Resistance to the way things are will always lead to more suffering. But acceptance of the way things are will always lead to more peace, okay? Now that's a rule that can be applied to a lot of situations in your life, not just getting in a cold bath or turning the the tap cold in the shower, but when your mind starts to look for those escapes, escapes, shut them down because that is not your current reality your current reality is right now what you're doing and the more you accept that then suddenly the more everything becomes much easier and much more manageable so that's that's something that i think will hopefully really help in any kind of situation when you're uncomfortable just bring yourself to reality and and just accept that it is rather than thinking like it shouldn't be this way and you should be you know somewhere else or could be some somewhere else cool okay right well let's let's get on to the mental benefits of you know the cold water therapy and um that that kind of nicely leads me onto it and for me i think that the real standout one is how much you can build your mental resilience and grit no one on this planet unless you are an absolute fruitcake scientific term by the way wants to wake up and get into a five degree cold water no one or or even stand under a cold water shower for three minutes no one no one looks forward to it so by doing so you are starting your day by doing something really hard something you really don't want to do and by overcoming that you you have a you you have accomplished something huge in your own little world that is a big deal And the endorphins you feel, as I mentioned earlier, once it's over and you've dried off and you're back into warm clothes, it's incredible. I I, I actually, I can't describe it to you. I I just want you to experience it for yourself. 
it's a bit like, yeah, it's like you're on drugs, pretty much, except there's no come down, win, and, and you're completely sober. So if you can wake up and, and get into an ice bath or turn your shower cold for three minutes at the end, you can do anything. You can do anything in your day. And that is the mindset that I carry forward with me every day now. And I genuinely walk around sometimes and, and feel invincible, almost like quietly proud of myself for doing something that my entire being didn't want to do. And it's all completely natural. The the you know the body releasing all of these mood enhancing chemicals, you know, times a hundred, which is partly why our mood is so elevated. And again, I'll come on to the specifics of that. But it, it's it, it is incredible. And I I I really, really I didn't think that it would have such an impact on me and my mental state and my mood throughout the entire day, but it really has. Another thing worth mentioning is that you can have the worst day of your entire life, but if you've managed to do that really hard thing at the beginning of your day, you can still go to bed feeling accomplished because 99% of people haven't done what you've done and refuse to do what you do. And you can take great joy in that. Like David Goggins said, that you're in a tiny majority of, of mentally tough people and your day can go fully tits up, but you can still get to bed and bet, you know what? I achieved something that day. Even if you, you know, even if you laid on the sofa and were a slob and, and got nothing done and, and all this kind of stuff, I mean, that's not really a bad day, isn't it? That sounds like an amazing day. That was a terrible example, but you know what I mean? You know, your day can just be complete turd and you can still look back at that moment in the morning and think, yeah, I did something great today. There is also some some science behind the mental resilience you build, actually. So it's, I read that by forcing yourself to embrace the stress of cold exposure as a, as a meaningful self-directed challenge, so i.e. a stressor, you exert what is called top-down control over deeper brain centers that regulate these reflective states. So this top-down control process involves your prefrontal cortex, the, the area of your brain involved in, in planning and suppressing impulsivity. And that top-down control is the basis of what people refer to when they talk about resilience and grit. Importantly, it's also a skill that carries over to situations outside of the deliberate cold environment. And, and allows you to cope better and maintain a, a calm, clear mind when confronted with real world, real life stresses. And that goes back to my previous point, that if you can do something like this and conquer it every morning, you will feel a tremendous amount of mental strength when it comes to facing other difficult challenges in your day. You know, it's, it's, it's almost transferable. So in other words, deliberate cold exposure is, is great training for the mind. Cool. So I'd say those are, I mean, that's enough, I think. I mean, it was enough for me to um, to influence me to continue doing this. But that's really the sort of mental side of things. Now I want to run you through the physical benefits. And this is cool. Some of this stuff is, is crazy. Um, the things that are going inso- on inside your body that are hugely beneficial for your health. And not, not just your physical health, but, uh, you know, as, as I've discussed, translate into improved mental health too. But I'm going to run through the most interesting and relevant ones uh, for you because science science is cool. I love science, but too much science, yeah, then I'm out. I'm, sh- I'm sure most of you are the same. It can kind of get a bit too much with all of these fancy words. And there are a couple of words actually in here. And 
um, I, I think I muffed some of them up when I was do- doing my podcast um, the other week about alcohol. But I think I'm pretty sure I've, I'm nailing these. Uh, I'm nailing these because I did. Yeah, I did look them up how to pronounce them, as you do sometimes. So to start with, deliberate cold exposure increases our energy and focus by causing a significant release of epinephrine, so aka adrenaline, and norepinephrine, so noradrenaline, um, in the brain and body. And apparently, the the noradrenaline which is released from the adrenal glands, activates tissue known as brown fat so you don't freeze. And I'll come on to the brown fat in a moment. But noradrenaline is increased within minutes up to 450% above baseline. That is massive. So these neurochemicals make us feel alert and can make us feel agitated and as if we need to move or vocalize during cold exposure. So that's why... You know, sometimes when you are cold, you're you are on high alert and you're wanting to move, and and you know you're feeling a little bit restless. Um, and and the cold causes their levels to stay elevated for some time, and and their ongoing effect after the exposure is to increase your level of energy and focus, which can be applied again to other mental or physical activities in your day. So, for example, if you were then to go and work for several hours sit down and and do some deep work and you know whatever it is you would have a much higher focus on the tasks you're doing and and you'd have a higher amount of energy than say someone who hasn't had cold exposure personally for me now i used to drink coffee as soon as i woke up now bearing in mind i'm jumping in an ice bath at 6 a.m i haven't even thought about coffee until it gets to maybe i'd say 10 11 a.m now in my mornings and even then i'm not drinking it because i'm like oh god i'm knackered or you know i I need some energy i'm drinking it because i like the taste and, and i do like having a hot drink in the morning at some point but the energy that i feel after and the focus that i have and it's amazing because straight away what i do is is I put on some warm clothes. I don't have a hot shower because I think that that's meant to defeat the point. I think you've got to wait a couple of hours, but um, uh, I put on some warm clothes and then I get straight into just doing some deep work for for a couple of hours. And honestly, the focus is insane. I'll then go have some food and then I'll go back to my work and I still feel focused. And, and I used to just depend on coffee in the mornings to fire me up, but I don't. E- I feel like I don't even need to drink coffee anymore. So it is It is quite incredible. All right, now let's talk about dopamine. So dopamine is a, is a powerful molecule capable of elevating mood and enhancing focus and attention and, and you know, the feel-good chemical our body releases. So while not true of every stress, cold exposure causes the pro- prolonged release of dopamine. Okay, so it's not like, I mean... Do- Cold exposure is a, is a stressor, right? But there are other stresses that definitely don't cause a feel-good feel good release hormone. There are other stresses that probably do the opposite. But, but cold exposure is one that does release a lot of dopamine. And I've read that it can increase dopamine levels by up to 250%. 250%. This, that, that's insane. It's literally like a drug, except everything that's happening is entirely natural. Um, and, and this would explain basically why after I'm out of that ice bath and into my warm clothes in my kitchen, I do have a tendency to beat my chest and, and think I'm I'm King Kong or Superman. You think I'm joking, 
but there have been some mornings where I've literally been like beating my chest in my kitchen and going, oh, oh. that must be the dopamine. Um, and in my mind, this is what helps me enjoy the cold exposure. I think, right, there's, as I said earlier, there's, there's 1,440 minutes in a day, okay? And all I have to do is spend two to three minutes submerged under cold water to experience these incredible mood lifting effects for pretty much the rest of the day. Okay, so let's call it three minutes, right? I'm gonna do some quick maths here. So three minutes divided by, I'm just punching this into my phone. Three minutes divided by 1,440 is 0.00208, okay, cool. Times that by 100, yeah. Okay, 0.2% of your entire day that you have to spend uncomfortable and suffering for a 250% increase in dopamine, elevated mood, more focus, more attentive, more resilient, better mental health perspective, right? And that's three minutes. Even short bouts of cold exposure, like 30 seconds, can cause a lasting increase in dopamine and sustained elevation of mood, energy, and focus. So when you put it like that, it's kind of a it's kind of a very good deal. Yet what happens when people get in? All the negative thoughts come in and self-doubt and negative self-talk even before they've they've started before you know when you're in that warm shower before you've turned it cold. All of this 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 no no no, you know, this this resistance. So next time you're doing it or you're considering it, just think about this and just think how small a part it plays in your day to be uncomfortable for so many big rewards. And there'll be some of you that, that still won't do it, and that's okay. I, I can't force anyone to do it, but I know there'll be some of you now thinking about it. Don't think about it for too long, I promise. Just commit and just try and just start. The human body is amazing at adapting and adjusting, and I read that it takes somewhere between seven and 11 days, I'm not sure how accurate that is, but it makes sense to me, seven, 11 days for your body to adjust to the colder temperatures. So just hang in there. You do get used to it already. I'm getting more used to it now. The first 10 seconds is always, 15 seconds is always pretty horrible. But after that, you then just go into your little world. Now, the last physical benefit I wanna mention is that cold exposure increases metabolism in the short term, as the as the body has to burn calories to increase the core te- the the core body temperature, the actual total calories burned from cold exposure is isn't that significant. However, what happens during cold exposure is this conversion of white fat, so this energy storage that we have to brown fat, and and brown fat is is a highly metabolically active kind of fat, and it's the kind of good fat that we want. So humans need brown fat they need more of it white fat is the bad stuff it's it's the blubber you know that we we can get on our stomach and our legs etc or wherever um there is more mitochondria in in brown fat cells which is why we can activate them through the cold and and they take up sugar and fat from the bloodstream as fuel so you can improve the efficiency the efficiency of these cells if you keep exposing the brown fat cells to cold essentially to, to increase the brown fat tissue now the crazy thing is, we we were actually born to survive the cold. So it's, it's in our DNA to be cold, but we have become too accustomed to being warm and comfortable. 
think about it you know I, I think about this every time I, I get out and you know beanies you could put on a, a nice beanie a big jacket we've got access to warm water heating big warm duvets in fact on that on the duvet front sleeping in a 19 degree room 19 degree celsius room has showed um to improve and increase more brown fat development and and more insulin sensitivity than sleeping in a warm room for a month just by doing it for a month so turn those dials down ladies and gentlemen get that room nice and cold but yeah the, the sad thing is is we've almost traded in brown fat for white fat nowadays not only due to being more comfortable or, or less exposed to the cold but also you know things like having worse diets and, and doing less exercise that's that's also certainly how white fat builds up but back to metabolism and brown fat so what the conversion does from white to brown fat is it allows people to feel more comfortable in the cold so cold adaptation um, as well as triggering sort of further and, and more sustained increases in metabolism now of course the the metabolism side of things you know calories consumed versus calories expended governs whether you gain lose or maintain weight so it's not going to help you lose weight um, there's you can't escape the laws of thermodynamics but having more brown fat and a high metabolism is certainly beneficial in ways that i've just mentioned one thing actually i haven't mentioned yet is is how being immersed in cold water stimulates these things called leukocytes so these are the white blood cells that, that we have in our body that fight off sickness um, and as well as that it also causes lymphatic the lymphatic system to contract so it forces fluid through the lymph nodes now this process helps with detoxing the body and, and strengthening your immune system so you've got these two things going on okay you've got this this stimulating of your your leukocytes the white blood cells and you've got this draining of the the kind of fluid through the lymph nodes so two things are helping you build a stronger immune system um so so those who do have cold exposure regularly are a lot less likely to become ill and i actually read a study by a guy called oh god yeah i wrote his name down here it is how i mean how do i say this name i don't actually know this one it's one of those you know when you say it in your head but you think no that that cannot be right but i have to say it to you um and i'm gonna feel like a twat for mispronouncing it but okay you know what it's spelled b-u-i-j-z-e and and he's a he's he's a dutch guy so what's that buise buise forget it anyway let's just go with that but the important thing is 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 his study with 3,000 volunteers prove that people who have cold showers have less sick days so there you have it and those I'd I'd say are the most important benefits for you to to understand I think and go away and, and mull over maybe perhaps next time you're in an ice bath you can think about all those wonderful things that are happening no but you know what once you have acclimatized to cold water and and like I said you do your body does you only need to do 11 minutes per week they say um, and, and as a beginner it's even less so how do you get started as I said at the start of the podcast and the journey I took 10 seconds of cold at the end of your hot shower that's all it takes to get started and just build it up from there 30 seconds every day is enough to start with and as your tolerance goes up just keep on cold for longer build it up to one minute you know then, then one minute 30 then two minutes and, and gradually increase it until you're doing you know two to three minutes and then you'll be ready for your full submersion. 
and you can come around my house. I'll invite you over, you can come around my house and we can do it together. And you know what? I'll even pop the kettle on after us for, to have a nice little cup of tea. Anyway, that is, yeah, that's the end, folks. Um, I hope you enjoyed listening to that. I, I thoroughly enjoyed talking about it. And if you do decide to, to start this cold exposure, drop me a DM on Instagram. Um, I'd love to know and, and let me know how you get on. I, I, I really would love to hear from you. Um, so, yeah, happy, happy cold plunging or cold showering. Alrighty, take care. Oh, wait, actually, hold on, hold on, don't go yet. One last thing. Don't go cold plunging when you're drunk, all right? I've read that that is the worst thing you can possibly do, okay? For reasons I'm sure are very obvious to you and to me. Just save it for the mornings, okay, when you're sober. I just wanted to to get that in. Um, All right, okay, I'll see you at the next podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. Goodbye.